Welcome Amazonians to another great episode of Amazonian Talk. Just a few quick things. We are not here to bash men or women. We are simply stating our opinions and our experiences. If you feel offended on more than one occasion, then this may not be the podcast for you. We ask that you don't leave or call in with discriminatory or rude comments. If you didn't think about what you were going to say first, then it's probably not wise to say it at all. Remember, if you are calling in to participate in the show, then you are giving us consent to record your voice. All right, so now that we got that disclaimer out of the way, let's get to it and talk about it with your host winter blaze and violet cruz you're starting it again I, I, look we're in season three we're at the very beginning of season three i have a pass I know, okay I, know. I, get a, I get a little pass but you know what what did y'all enjoy menopause or lose your balls <laughs> you <laughs> yeah that's that's gonna be that's gonna be one that's gonna be replayed a lot, a lot. it should be it should no be doubt. you should go back and replay that one Mm-hmm. Okay, we do have special people in the house today. Yes, we do. A special person. Yes, we do. But before I introduce the special person, we have to do what? Your intention. Yes. Ba, 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 ba. So, your intention for this week is going to be focused on relationships. Why? Do you surround yourself with mostly positive or negative people are they adding a benefit to your life or just driving you insane you're asking me like (laughs) i have those problems (laughs) i'm throwing it out into the void okay all right amazonians (laughs) that is your intention yes and we will remind you at the end of the uh the store at the the end end of the show okay (laughs) all right so i want to introduce to you guys Someone special. His name is... I can't tell you yet. What? Anyway, <laughs> Amazonians, I would like you to <laughs> like to welcome you to the show. Our special guest. He is an athlete and a coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome father of three. And by day, a master planner and scheduler in supply chain industry. Doesn't that sound like a whole bunch of... Just a well-rounded package. Yeah, 15... Maybe 20 different hats that he wears yep. at yep. any given day. Yep. His name is Mr. Isaiah Anderson. Yes. Yes. Well, I know. <laughs> Such a warm welcome. Now, where's your hello? You're like our manly voice. The first man voice on the, on the, on the podcast. the first man voice? Yes. Oh, man. That's, yes. that's a lot of pressure right there. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for it, though. I got it. We're good to go. Yes. So the expectations of men, because we usually always do the expectations of women in different circumstances, what society has put on women, um, expectations that we have put on ourselves. And now we're getting opinions from a male because we figured in with, I guess, suggestions. We had suggestion box. So we just dig in there and pull something out (laughs) (laughs) yeah something like that (laughs) so I want to start off by asking you like um so what are the top two to three if you can think of some that you think society with expectations have put on men in general Uh, I mean I would think it's the standard ones I mean protection you got to provide for the family Mm -hmm. um those would be the top two but I think now it's swung more to being like an emotional support for your partner, mm. um, 
households are kind of kind of split. At least in my situation, it is so. Kind of rock a little different. Hmm. Ah. Situation. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, that would. Okay, we're gonna piggyback a little bit off of that. So, do you believe in gender roles today? Still? No, not at all. Um, I say now for me anyway. Uh, being raised the way I was, I can pretty much do cooking, cleaning, balance a checkbook if there is one. I like, to myself. <laughs> I like if there is one. You know, everything's dead or card. I can swipe, I can swipe away. But uh, no, I mean, I can do everything. So I don't think now that's the role of, of women doesn't have to be. Um, maybe the generation after me, maybe it's more so. they Those gender roles have to be more more implied but mm-hmm. um you know for my age range i would like to say that we were raised better than that so to do everything <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah be well-rounded um, yeah so it's not really needing needing a partner isn't such a big thing but i feel like the want has to be there in that situation mm. right the want. and so i think and and um with you saying the way that you were raised and the experience that you have. So tell us a little bit about that, because, of course, the way you're raised and the experiences that you've had, um, for lack of a better term, color, oh, your, yeah. <laughs> your perspective and um, your insights. So tell us a little bit about your background so that our Amazonians know kind of the background that you have going into this conversation. Okay. Uh, well, I was raised by my mom and primarily uh, my grandpa, so that was like the main roles that I had to look up to. Um, so you saw my mom do pretty much everything to to make stuff work, whether, you know, what she had to do it by herself or ask for help, it whatever came to me, it got done. So that's kind of the same mindset I have for my kids. There's a lot of stuff that I say now, look at people's jobs, I'm like, I would never do that. But then I had to realize, like, I have kids, so I, there's no doubt in my mind that if they needed it, that I would go do it. Yeah. Um, by any means necessary. I mean, the right way. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. Not by any means, but I mean, <laughs> the right means. You know, we're right. going to get it done within reason. But, <laughs> right. Um, that's just the way that I look at things, and, I mean, that's just the way it's always been. Uh, and because, I guess, um, with what you just said, it, it's probably something that, that trickles down to the way that you raise your kids is that, you know, you watched your mom and your grandpa and watched them do what they had to do to take care of you. And so you're probably more aware that your children are watching you and how you go about doing things and how the example that you're setting. So Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, my oldest kid walked, walked across the stage when I was walking. So, you know, see that in high school, he's there, you know, and then there's a seven-year gap between him and his next brother. So he's looking up to him, mm-hmm. and now there's a newborn. So she's just being roughed up. She's just in the mix at this point. <laughs> um, she'll get to it eventually. But, uh, I mean, everybody has somebody to look up to, and I think that we pretty much, between me and my wife, we've set the standard of, you know, what we expect and, you know, how they're supposed to act when they get older and how they, yep. when they do, when they do have kids, you know, what we expect their kids to kind of turn out to be. Obviously, it's going to change from generation to generation because – I mean, the stuff that my mom been raising me, like, I don't know, I don't think yell at my kids or anything like that. We just kind of sit down and have a conversation, more or less. Um, But like I said, it's just just a transition between generations. But I mean, I think that overall, we've set a a pretty good standard to to what they're supposed to be like. Hmm, Cool. Hmm. Okay. Okay, well, Amazonians, because we know y'all are probably wondering because you heard the intro package at the beginning. Well, this gift that's wrapped up, it's not available because if you caught it, he is married. So yes, no, yes. no, 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 
obviously when we're younger, we, I, I don't, I don't think we like all the way knew what we wanted to do. We kind of knew a little bit, mm-hmm. but I don't know anybody who like said, I wanted to do this and did it. And now they're still doing it. I don't. I do. How many? Me. Okay, that's different. <laughs> so <laughs> let's that don't add. count. We yeah. <laughs> so on that, so what has compelled you to go in supply chain, uh, supply chain management? Mm-hmm. That is like it's a super big umbrella. Yeah, it's yeah. that is. Yeah. yeah. So um, honestly, that job or that career kind of fell in my lap. Uh, say moved here um, after after playing ball, kind of done odd jobs for a couple years. Uh, got here and just started applying for jobs with no clue what I wanted to do with a degree in education that I didn't plan on using. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> kids, kids, kids were bad, and I was like, Mm-mm, not doing that. Yeah. Um, so then I applied for a job, and they saw my background as a bartender and a football player, and the lady mm-hmm. said, it's like, you don't take crap off of anybody, and you can work in a team, so you're hired. Wow. Fair enough. Nice. So started there, um, and then kind of mastered those roles and been doing it for eight years now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I love that, though. I love that transition of, um, because normally you, you hear, oh, well, you know, I got, I, I took this class and this one teacher and just got me all passionate and I was just involved and this, that, and the other and blah, 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 blah. Nope. They saw my background yeah. <laughs> as a team player and a bartender. And they were like, yeah, we can, that can those skills those work. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I love that. That is so real. skills. <laughs> yes, that is real yes. and authentic. Yes. Authentic. So what has been your biggest lesson? In supply chain or in life? Ever. Yeah, <laughs> ever. Oh, ever. Ever, ever, Ooh, ever. Man. Let's make that a two-part. So let's first start, like, yeah. in supply chain. Yes. Yeah. Um, in supply chain, it's more or less you just have to focus on, so, like, so many different things. Like, you can't get settled doing one thing because it, it, it raises hell every day. Like, there's no – I can't go into work and say, this is what I have to do. Every day there's something something else I wasn't accounting for that I had to uh, divide time off to. But um, just being flexible in that role, you, you kind of have to be the last as long as I have. Um, if you you know, if you need, like, a steady job, it's supply chain's really not <laughs> the mm-hmm. field for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just um, to note, as we were having our pre-interview conversation, this is in the cosmetic industry, right? Yes, I've done um, cosmetics. I've done homes and op- uh, optical. Huh. We didn't know that. Of course we wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. So um, there's always challenges um, of, well, for people of color, black and brown folks. And I feel that there are different challenges that men have in the industry, um, well, in many industries, um, that women don't necessarily have I feel like that like that's a whole nother realm that mm-hmm. you know that's a different episode <laughs> um, so has there been anything that comes to mind or that you've noticed with being a black male in this particular industry that you have to deal with like yeah that question uh, <laughs> so you, I was going to add more to it I'm like uh, no uh, no so I've that's, definitely learned that it all depends uh, your longevity depends on how you talk to people. Um, say, you know, coming off, I'm going to joke with everybody. I'm going to talk to everybody. Um, obviously, I'm not going to tell everybody your business because that's how people get too involved and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, they said there have situations where 
I got to the point where I was just so frustrated. I just tell them what I really thought about them. And the next thing I know, they're like, hey, you know, they're, they don't want to talk to you. And they feel like you said this to them. And I'm like, you know, oh that's, that's not the way that it came across. <laughs> okay, but yeah. I'm also not going to be picked on because, you know, if you have an issue with me, tell me that issue. Don't go to somebody right. else and say, hey, I say they're doing this or whatever else it is. But just, I mean, we're all grown in this industry. Just come sit down. We can hash it out. And, you know, if we need to part ways, we can. Uh, <laughs> but if not, you know, we can, we can get past it and move on. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Point blank period. Yeah. And so... Well, I guess my my question off of that is I know um, uh, as I work in the uh, the corporate environment as well that often as a black woman, I feel like I have to have a certain facade on when I go in so that I'm not threatening or so I'm not coming across as um, angry or unapproachable. The the code switch. Exactly. So do you feel that as well? Uh, Yeah. You got to flip the switch because, I mean, it's a difference when – you see the people that are there every day, the people mm-hmm. that you get to know very well. But then, like, when the big bosses come in from corporate, you have to be like, well, now I have to dress up. I got to actually button up my shirt today. Like <laughs> you know? Because for us, like, I mean, we're predominantly in the warehouse. So, you know, on Fridays, we wear shorts and T-shirts. Mm-hmm. But this past week, we had managers there. So, I was like, hey, you know, you guys need to wear button-downs and pants. We're back there sweating because mm-hmm. we're trying to, you know, impress them. Like, you know, it's really not that serious. But, I mean, you know, if y'all want to do it, we will. Um, but, yeah, so there's, def- there's definitely a switch you have to flip. And that's, I mean, even even interviewing mm-hmm. you know when they're asking you like what are your biggest weaknesses and you know your biggest strengths i mean you know what they are but you kind of have to expound on those mm-hmm. to be like hey you know this is why i'm a better fit for this job than somebody else yeah. yeah and then you have to come there and not only back that up you have to do above and beyond that to right. keep that position so right. um I th- that definitely is a challenge just um i guess for us for the brown people yeah <laughs> <laughs> Male, male or female <laughs> yeah. in, in, yeah. in any industry. Um, so, yeah, it's just like I said, you just have to be careful, you know, who you talk to. I mean, probably what you're wearing now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're, not, yeah. if you're not working from home, you know, I was, work from home was the best thing for me. That was great. <laughs> awesome. Roll out of bed, no pants, just T-shirts. Just from here, neck up. Yep. Here I am. Yep. I'm ready. <laughs> best thing ever. Okay, so, all right, all right. So, that... Obviously, hopefully y'all picked up. That would be one of the expectations that I believe society puts on black and brown people in general is you have to conform to a certain look, a certain way to make sure that you are equal, even though you're not all the way equal. That makes sense. So even though we we speak as flipping switches, And changing our demeanor to a certain extent, but still being true to who you are. Yeah. We still have to keep in mind that there's that little slim, fine line that still divides. Yeah, there, there's a, I guess, a balance between being who you are and not sacrificing who you are and being... Uh, being that or getting to that point where they can accept you. I mean, they're, they, they can't, you, you can't just go all out and, yeah. and, and especially in interviews and stuff when you're trying to make them feel safe and comfortable with you and, and comfortable to put their business in you. But um, you have to walk that balance of um, making them feel secure, but also staying true to yourself. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So um, before I ask, my fluffly, 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 fluffy, 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 <laughs> fluffy 
question. Um, Relationship-wise, I think I want to ask a relationship question. Question. That's the good stuff. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of things that we we talk about, um, whether it's kids or coworkers, girlfriends, um, that we're just like, does this happen to you? So I would say, who's the most forgetful out of you and your wife? Oh, that's, that's tough. Just uh, <laughs> Who's the most forgetful? That's what it's about. Listen to the intro again. So if we had to say, <laughs> now as far as dates, it's going to be me. That's why she's the calendar keeper. She keeps me in line with all that stuff. Now, like common knowledge stuff, it's her. <laughs> <laughs> like if I ask her a question on a spot, she can't answer it. But if she asks me, oh, what day we're doing this? I'm like, mm, uh, no, we're <laughs> the same boat looking. I don't know what it is. Just tell me. Don't ask me because I'm, lo- I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get it right anytime. <laughs> It's going to be wrong every time you ask me. <laughs> Just put that expectation out there. Yep, yeah. it's going to be wrong. Don't even ask. Let's waste the most of our time. Just tell me what we got to do when we got to do it. I'm going to be there. Just remind me. Do you oh think... Gosh. Okay, because I'm not a date... I don't remember dates that well. Everything has to be on the calendar. And I think my short-term memory is... Yeah. Like... It, I guess because my mind just keeps going. So if you ask me what I said to you like two minutes ago, I'm like... I, I moved on to the next conversation. I don't know. Like, oh. so that's what my thing is. But you asked me something I said two months ago. I could tell you. So I don't know why my brain works that way. But don't ask me something that I said two minutes ago because I will not remember. And see, okay, so on this side of the microphone, it is I remember what I said two seconds ago. I remember what I said two months ago. I remember <laughs> what you said. I remember how you said it. And I remember the look on your face when you said it. I remember everything. <laughs> My hubby, not a clue of anything. <laughs> Just, Nothing. You got to remind me. You got to write it down. Remind me again. <laughs> remind before. me to remind you to remind, remind me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I, I I love and I appreciate about him. And I mean, it just sounds like in, in our relationships that you have that give and take, you have that partner that helps to make up yeah. for the bad memory or whatever it is. But yeah, so... That, hmm. That's kind of how. That's interesting. I mean, well, if y'all forget, you always have kids to lean on because they'll always remind you. Yes, oh, they my do. God. So, yes, you know, they that's do. like <laughs> having your own personal assistant right there because I, I can't forget nothing with them. Yep, not a thing. <laughs> Remember what you said when you were half dead laying on the couch? <laughs> you <laughs> no, what did you remember that? I mean, like, it starts young, too. It starts young. My yeah. three-year-old remembers everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, they remember stuff that I'm like, I don't think I ever remember things like that, but okay. Yeah, we'll go with it. Just mm-hmm. the <laughs> Yep. All right. Well, now, and then it's going to start playing with you because you were like, remember you did say that. I'm like, I could have sworn I did. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my last question would be, so if you had to lose one of your five senses, which one would you pick and why? Sight. Because I already wear glasses, so I don't know it's like to Goodbye. be blind. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if I lose my glasses, I need a pair of glasses to find my glasses. So being blind, I feel like it'd be easy. Nothing <laughs> else I'm good on. That's I, a good one. You know what? You know what? I'm mad at you. Because I thought, I thought that it was going to be like, oh, that's a good question. Let me think about it. Nope, my sight. I've always, I've always known. I've always known. As soon as, as soon as I started to wear glasses, I was like, yep, I'm good, I'm good without eyes. I just feel my way through life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm already married. I know everybody's voices. I'm good to, I'm good to go. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, 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 fine. Then I'm going to ask my last question. Okay. 
My last question is, um, in your life, and you can take it the career path or you can take it in your personal life or whatever, however you want to answer it. In your life, what would you say your favorite mistake was? Ooh. Do we need to investigate now on that's, this one? Now that's tough. Favorite mistake. Ah, man. Come on. That's <laughs> definitely the, this like Jeopardy music right here. Oh, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> um, I would say, uh, as cliche as it is, having a kid early. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it made me grow up a lot faster than I would have wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I think for my life to be on the path that it's on, it helped out tremendously just because I was always I was always that guy. I was always a friend that people come up and be like, oh, you've been through this already? Let me holler at you about this. So yeah. whether it be being a dad or being married, like that's kind of what all kind of kicked it off for me. Um, so at that time, it was tragic. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. after that, once I kind of learned and, and got my wits about myself, I think that was that was probably the best thing for me at that time. Mm. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all better learn something today, <laughs> Amazonians. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But it's time to let you know what you should already know by visiting the website. Right, because we know that our Amazonians and our Amazonian allies are always visiting our website at www. You know, you know, you don't even have to put that anymore. It's just https forward slash or the colon. One of those goes before the other. But anyway. Yeah, all yeah. that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AmazoniumTalk.com, and <laughs> you go there, and you can see all of our fantastic affiliates. Mm-hmm. Everything from Jimmy Jane yes. to Fragrance of Hollywood, mm-hmm. 100% pure. Yes. And I'm, I know, I know, because you guys go there all the time that you see the links being updated with new sales and new deals that you can take advantage of. I know you guys know this already, right? Just click it. Oh, well, maybe not because we, you know, we're season three. Like, but you should have been doing it season one. Uh-uh. Season two. <laughs> Don't fuss. Uh, okay, I won't fuss. <laughs> <laughs> but no, really, guys, um, you can check out all of our affiliate links and all of the deals that they have going on. And clicking on those links, it's no cost to you. None whatsoever. Now, I will keep it 100 and say that we do get a commission when you use those links, a small little commission, so don't think we're we're balling or anything. But it does help for us to bring you this fantastic content that we continue to bring you every week. And guests. And guests, because... Yes. Because that needs to happen. (laughs) That needs to happen. Yes. And going to Patreon. Three different tiers. Yep. Yep. Okay. Be an Amazonian citizen. Uh Uh-huh. A conqueror. Or a warrior. A warrior. Sorry, I love that she, one. She stole it. She got it. She got it. She won that one. Yes. <laughs> different tiers have different things. And, yeah, you just help support the podcast. Yep, because, again, this podcast is about, A, keeping you in the loop, B, making sure that you are taking advantage of all the things that you so rightfully deserve, Great deals, great products, great coupons. 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 (laughs) Shop with nothing without a coupon. Let us know. If you don't see it, then we can always have the producer let you know. Yep. We will get on our producer. But don't get all fussy like she told me. Don't get fussy (laughs) because you may not get an answer. True. But we try to answer all our emails. I think Isaiah said it. um, You you have to be, be 
cognizant of how you're talking to people. Yes. <laughs> even behind the screen. Yes. All right. Yes. And even so. Oh, yay. Yeah, slow jams playing? What's going on? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to live our best life in Miami. Bienvenido a Miami. Mm-hmm. That's a song somewhere, <laughs> and I'm just not going to sing the rest of it. Mm-mm. So being that picante. <laughs> well, maybe not. You know, it's, it's still kind of hot, you know, but you can be in the picante. Yeah. And you can enjoy some Viva La Juice. Juice, Juice, Juice. Juice Cator. <laughs> it is some perfume that you'll just smell all nice and fabulous. Yeah. And hopefully don't get bit by anything because you got it on. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Why do okay. you do that? No. I know. <laughs> I know. There's the bubble. It's bursted. Yes. But, you know, you have to have the Amazonian phrase. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you do not get any entry to get it. Yes. That Amazonian phrase. Don't. Oh, wait. I was about to say something else, but then yeah, they might have thought no. that would have been the phrase. No, the phrase is Isaiah. That is our guest. Yeah. Our guest name. We know it's usually something else. Do not put any extra things in there. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm changing it. Oh, you want to change it? I want to change it. Okay, what you going to change it to? The phrase is going to be because Isaiah is the word, so we're going to change it to a phrase. Okay. The book of Isaiah. And you must spell the name right. Please yeah, spell it right. Please spell, spell it right. I didn't hear it. Look here. I even give you a hint. It's six letters. You got more or less than six is wrong. Spell it right. Okay. Yes. yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, first and foremost, Isaiah, thank you so much for joining us for this oh, episode. You know what? 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 Rewind. Yes. What did it do? Oh, <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. See. So we already gave the Amazonians their Amazonian phrase and their prize and all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. we always thank our guests like Miss Violet was doing. Mm-hmm. And I know, like a potato chip in your mouth. <laughs> oh, that's right. You talked about that. What's that season two? You talk about sucking on potato chips. Moving forward. Anyway. Damn. So we are presenting our guests with um, goodies that help from the Moms Need Love 2 initiative. Yep. So we have some stuff in there for you to enjoy. Yay. Yay. All right, yeah. To thank you for spending your time with us and sharing from the book of Isaiah on all things about life, personality, love, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for joining us for our show. And thank you, Amazonians, for joining us for our show. Um, again, check out the website and you can hear a replay of this episode as well as other episodes from season one and two yes. where where there is a discussion about potato chips. Anyway, moving forward. So <laughs> um, make sure that you join us next week for a continuation of the mm-hmm. same topic. Yes, with another special guest. Mm-hmm. And um, after you listen to these episodes, I just want to say menopause or lose your balls has nothing to do with what we're talking about, okay? <laughs> so don't get mad and go back and listen to it and be like, mm, no. Just fresh start, new yes. episode. But either way it goes, we do want to hear from you guys. So yes. make sure you hit us up on social media, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> I can't even say it right. Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because we love hearing from you guys. So yes. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Oh, no, 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 you did Yes, I did. I was saying it.
拜哦。<笑>